Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. Yes, I'm still sort of sick. My voice isn't all the way back, which is probably better for all of you. Right now, joining us today, we've got David over here. We've got Max up here. Uh, so yeah, guys, we're living we're living large since since Wednesday. Yes, of course we are. Yeah, big win, mate. Yeah. yeah, flying high in thirteenth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and and you know we have a manager now too. Mm. Yeah, we do. Do we celebrate that? Yeah, fuck it. Come on, <laughs> big Sam's blue and white on these. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be getting into all this, guys. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, for all you podcasters out there, if you want to know what the big show is today, here's what we're handling. We're giving you a reaction to the performance on Wednesday against West Ham. We're going to talk about our new manager. We're going to be talking about our new manager's backroom staff. We're going to be talking about what our new manager could be doing in January when it comes to players in and out. Um, and we'll be talking about uh, giving a little uh, preview to the Huddersfield match on Saturday. All right? Let us begin with giving uh, giving a little uh, little reaction to the West Ham victory, guys. Who who went? Who was actually at the game? Was either one of you at the game? No, I didn't manage to go. Yeah, David, you were there. So yeah. I guess David David has earned it. So no. with with yeah. uh, purely just being chilled to the bone. So uh, Dave, what do you got? How did how was that? How did that work out? It makes a change that in and in and the right to go. The game is a positive. Normally, that's like a punishment in my family. Like you, you go in the fucking game because it's shit. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It was a good win. Um, but afterwards, I was trying to pinpoint really what what was right, and I just I've come to the conclusion that was just like a melee of things that kind of went our way. I think um, I think we looked up for it. I think the players looked up for it. I think. West Ham aren't a great team at the moment. I, I do think they could possibly go down. I think they are that bad. Um, Rooney was just unbelievable. Probably, you know, United-esque performance from him. Um, you know, we scored at the right times as well. We had a penalty save. Um, Unsworth's last game. Big Sam in the stands. I think it just... Everything just went our way, I think. And... Um, Obviously, that, that showed with a 4 0, which I did fancy was funny enough, but I didn't expect us to win 4 0, uh, especially after those two games that had come previously. So I think everything just went our way and it was a long overdue victory. Max? Well, I feel like it was scrappy for the first 15, 20 minutes. The game really was up in the air and, like, from watching on the telly, the, the fans seemed to be quite. I, I don't know how quite, quite to describe it, but they did seem quite um, irate, like because the game was so scrappy. Um, it was quite like an anxious atmosphere. But as you say, David, I think we did score at the right time. I feel like that that penalty really did settle us down. And um, as you say, Rooney just pretty much ran the show from there. I I, I really can't 
credit Wayne enough for that performance because I mean, I've said I think it's the best performance we've seen from an Everton player so far this season. I'd agree. Um, so that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. All right, was Rooney and the performance because something was different. Yeah. All right, Rooney. I don't know if he lobbied for a new position. I don't know if he, uh, if if he and Unsworth talked it over, and if it was. I don't know whose idea it was. I don't know if it's come out, but Rooney was much more uh, deep, and he was playing kind of like a holding mid. Yeah, I I feel right. I feel like that's what he's tried to do every time he's played. That's I think that's part of the reason why he's not been a constant starter all season. Is that like when he's on the pitch, he'll run his socks off. So, like, if you, most of the games he's appeared in this season, you know, he'll take a lot of touches in his own half. He'll be in his own half for a lot of the game. You know, he puts a defensive shift in. So, I just think, I just thought it was just a matter of that paying off. Because, you know, I, you see a lot of Everton fans going, ah, why is Rooney playing? Not even Everton fans. I mean, you see pundits and, you know, actual personnel saying, you want to see Rooney in and around the, pen, the opposition penalty area. But, at the same time... It, I, I like when I was I was on Talksport the other night and I said like if you you know who, who cares if he's halfway inside you know if he's on the edge of his own box if if, if in so many seconds he can make his way down to the edge of the other box and slot one in you know it's, which he did for the second if I'm not mistaken you know it, it's brilliant so you know as long as he puts in performances like that consistently then I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's fair to say. He, He's 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 as most most comfortable these days dropping in and collecting the ball around the halfway line, and he maybe is taking the ball into feet a bit further up. And I think he probably is pushing for that role. And you know, maybe maybe it's been a wake up call for him these last few weeks. He you know he he found himself on the bench at United, and he's he's come back to his boyhood club maybe to see himself as a starter every week. His performances haven't really warranted it, and he's found himself back on the bench. And, you know, then on Wednesdays come out, he's been given the captaincy. Uh, I know he's had it a couple of times when players have went off. He maybe started captain one or two games, but that was probably the biggest game he's been Everton captain. So he's come on and he's kind of, you know, he's he's led the team out on onto the pitch and he's led the performance on the pitch as well. And, you know, he's probably proven something to the new manager coming in that he's still got a job there. And, you know, from Allardyce's comments in the press conference that... Um, you know, he he set the bar as Allardyce said himself now. So, yeah, um, I think captaincy had a big thing for it. I think he's he was playing for this position as well going forward under the the new manager. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I I feel like early on, Kuman was as it was answering the question. You know, uh, Wayne's going to be brought in to be a striker. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like that's what Kuman said really early on, mm-hmm. and then you see you see Rooney trying to slice behind the defense to get through balls, and he just does not have the pace no. at this moment. He just doesn't have it. Oh. And when I saw that, I was sitting there thinking, well, there's got to be another way to involve him. Put him right behind the striker. That's what I thought. I thought it would be like a more traditional, you know, not really, not really a whole lot of defense involved. You know mm. what I mean? But watching it, Max, you, you you hit the the nail on it when you said he's he's been playing a lot more defense this season. When he, you know how he's lined up on the wing sometimes. Yeah. You see him tracking back and and, and legitimately shutting down the other team's attack. It, yeah. it happens. Well, I, and you're you're right. And so I think this is this is a moment where 
I mean, he could actually take over a game. Yeah, like like you said, then Jerry, um, the way you—it's almost as if he wants—he's much better when he's from coming from deep. I feel like, and again, I, I did mention that this got talked about when I was on talk, but I think when Ross Barkley comes into that team, I feel like they could forge a bit of a partnership. I think because I, Ross Barkley is another one of them players that you can't really pinpoint what his best position is because, like, no matter where he is on the pitch, everyone tries to try and criticise him. But I've always said I see him more of like a number eight rather than behind the forward. I love it when Ross, you know, when Ross gets the ball and is able to turn and run into space. I feel like partnering with Wayne Rooney, I feel like that could be so effective in terms of defensively and going forward because as we've seen from from Wayne, that position and given that role, it can be really effective in terms of shutting the other team down. So, mate, obviously, when Ross is fit again, when, if Ross comes back in and if Sam says, listen, I want you to try and replicate kind of what Wayne does, if we manage to forge a partnership off that, you know, I'd be a big fan of that. Yeah. I think I've said to people around me that I think Barkley has been missed just as much as Lukaku this year because people don't realise they look at his assists and goals and say the bang average. But as you've just said there... Barkley's best position isn't behind the striker. It, it, it isn't. He he should he is picking up the ball deep, and he's the outlet for getting that ball into the final third that we've missed all year. The only see, the only two ways Everton seems to know how to play when going forward is out to the wing backs pushing on or Barkley yeah. picking it up and taking it through. We haven't had the wing backs because of obviously Coleman's injury, Baines not looking to play he was. So that outlet's been gone. We haven't been able to pump it up to Lukaku because we haven't got a Lukaku figure to hold it up. So Barkley, who would so often pick that ball up, hasn't been able to do it. And yeah, I agree. I think Rooney was doing a lot of that on on Wednesday. And I mean, look at look at the difference in the in the play going forward. We looked a threat, and we scored four goals as well. Yeah, we haven't really had a player that can literally pick the ball up around around our box mm. and then actually hold on to it, hold off the other players, and actually take it all the way to the other team's box yeah. and not get bumped off the ball. We haven't had anybody that can do that besides Ross. The only player that I've seen on our squad that could do that right now, Vlasic. Yeah, fair He's point. the only one that's actually got a little bit of speed and some strength to not get knocked off the ball like that, which I that was one of the things that I kind of wish we'd use him more like that. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows, we might. Or just um, use him more full stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We made the same point at the same time. I'd love that. I'd love this. Well, based on that performance on Wayne, I'd love it to lead to a bit of an evolution of our midfield in that we kind of change the shape of the midfield. Because I think me and Jerry have covered it. Like, when we were talking about Vlasic, because Jerry sees him more of a centre midfielder, I said the only reason why I probably don't see him as a centre midfielder is because I'm used to Everton playing two defensive midfielders all the time. No matter what the situation or no matter what the game is, so maybe we switch that dynamic up a bit and say, listen, we've got Wayne Rooney and Ross Barkley starting in centre midfield. You know, but who knows? I mean, it, it, it might fail miserably, but you know, <coughs> yeah. given what we've been like this season, uh, you know, giving it a try, would, I don't uh, think it do any harm. That two two holding midfielders has been a cancer at times this season. It's mm-hmm. been, I mean, it might sound extreme, but it has been that bad. Especially when the players playing, they've been sold to form. Are you yeah. Schneidlin, even even gay? So, yeah, that, I mean, I've I've been calling for that. Although 
I said, we said all this, didn't we? And then we went to Leicester and got absolutely tore apart when we tried to mix it up. But I still think it, there could be variations of the formations that can work. Yeah. I just didn't work that day. But yeah, um, the only problem I'm, is I, I'm not sure Rooney can still do that consistently. Um, I think it, I, he probably is in and out of the squad. Yeah, I don't think he can ever be a starter. I, I think I've said on this before. Consistently, anyway. So. No. You can't have him playing every week. I think he's played too much football this season. He's had a little bit of a run out the team. Um, and then he's he's had a performance like that. So just don't burn him out. We don't need to burn him out. If we want to get the best out of him, just don't burn him out. Yeah. Um, so we've had a lot of Rooney talk. However, we actually had other players playing. I don't know if you guys yeah. noticed that. Yeah, they, I they barely, were, they were I barely Who else had a good day? John Joe Kenny. Yeah. Without, without a shadow of a doubt. I, I, when I, I done the, the, the player ratings for the game, I, I said I, you, could, you could just see from that performance by John Joe Kenny how much he's matured from his run in the team. I feel like um, like he, obviously he... I mean, he hasn't been, but he's been by far the worst player on the pitch. Whenever, you know, as you say, games like Leicester, games like Southampton, where we we've been poor, he's been far from the worst player on the pitch. But I feel like he's learned from them type of games, in that you know he he's been really defensively solid. Um, he yeah, he does get forward, but I think as our kind of system, as you know, I think as you said, David, our our, our system in terms of the fullback going forward. It's not what it was. It's far from what it was. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Kenny it was brilliant in terms of being, you know, really strong at the bar. Yeah. 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 Kenny did play well, and you know, he has he has took some criticism over these few weeks, but rightfully so because he's in yeah. the team and that's what you do. But yeah, I agree. I think he's a young lad, and he, you know, he he has had quite a few good games as well as those bad ones. I, I thought he played well against Palace. Um, because he's he's playing some up against some tough opposition there. Um, Kenny, yeah, I thought Pickford again, clean sheet at last, great penalty save, and just the little things. The way he dominates that area, you're never nervous when the ball's coming in, are you? And, and being a man, we can we can see the shit headers over these last few weeks. You still fancy him to dominate that area. Um, so and, I've, and even he's took some criticism recently. So I thought he played well. Um, it was just a better Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson gets a mention as well. With Sigurdsson, what I what I feel, what he, he wasn't being played in his strongest position there. He was being played out wide, which you know I think, as in the the, the more not the more he gets exposed, but the more we see him play there, we more the more we realise he's not fulfilling his mm. forty five million pound potential. Mm. So like you know you see examples from like what he did against Southampton, where he was playing more central. You know, that, that goal was just a bit of magic, wasn't it? Yeah. But, um, like, as you say, even though he was playing out of position, he, he managed to get the assist, didn't he? Yeah, so, he seemed to have that extra yard, I thought. Like, maybe it was just the effort. He was putting yeah. more effort in there, but he just seemed to be working so much hard, and then he had smarter movements on the ball, and I thought that was probably one of his better games since he's come, to be honest. Oh. It, was, it was really weird, because, as you say, as we've said, we had Rooney, but Rooney kind of had the license to roam free. So yeah, like with, with, with Rooney roaming free, I think the kind the whole team kinda of compensated 
for Rooney's <sighs> movement in a way. So you know, yeah. I think we, I think uh, I don't want to sound like you know we're repeating ourselves, but there's still. I mean, we've got. I I think definitely we've got more of an idea after that game, but we still haven't got much of an idea of what our best eleven is and what our best formation is. So. It, it, that's the, that's hopefully something that Sam can kind of figure out, which mm-hmm. I've got no doubt. I've got no doubt. I think that's one th- one thing definitely. I think he'll sort it out. Is he'll get a set in stone formation that he will be comfortable with. But mm-hmm. it, yeah, as I, as I say, the the formation was really odd. If if we're going with that, which I agree with, by the way, this kind of covering for Rooney's kind of. Roman, I think he seems to be doing a lot of work on the left-hand side of the pitch. Certainly in the first half, anyway. Um, but yeah, he had a good game. You mentioned that West Ham looked like shit. Right? <laughs> um, if we were if we were playing anybody else on Wednesday, all right, playing the way we played, all right, do we think we still would have gotten a result? I don't know, that's quite that's quite a hard uh, because I as I said I feel it was really scrappy in the first 15 20 minutes but I think from West Ham being so poor I think that breathed confidence among our players who I feel like you know they they saw their defense all over the place and they thought you know we can we can really have a go here but I don't know that you know well, obviously we'll never know but I'd probably go out on a limb and say yeah, because Rooney was just unplayable, and you know he, when Rooney's on that type of form, I think he can he can beat most teams on his own. Yeah, I um, I mean it's it's hard because it depends obviously who you're playing, but yeah, I just felt the whole night had the air of kind of freshness about it. It was like we knew the the players knew what's what. Now we've got the manager coming in, under where it's going. Um, it's all going to change, and it felt like. You know, they had just a bit more purpose about them. So it just felt like we, yeah. that's why I was confident we were going to get something. Um, so, yeah, I still think we, I, th- I think we're taking too much a- away from the players. If we were to say that it was just because West Ham was shit. <coughs> um, yeah. I think they still deserve some credit. Yeah, I, I, I ask questions like that mainly, mainly because we have to address it. But I, I'm also aware that it would depend on the obviously on the opposition mm. playing somebody like City. No idea, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, probably, we could probably, probably it out. <laughs> you know. But it, but I, I do notice it's not like we just showed up. <clears throat> it's not like we just showed up and changed nothing. Mm. We showed up and tweaked tweaked some positions. We t- showed up and tweaked some formation, and we had some some people playing that hadn't played in a little while. All right, so things were different. So I, I don't want to chalk it up to just, you know, new day, hey, Unsworth's last game, let's really give it give our all for him. I don't want to say it's just that because there were some tactical changes, but at the same time I don't want to put too much on that and say, hey, we're a new team here. We're, you know, look out Europe. We're, we're on it. We're you back know. again. We're back you again. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not quite there. But uh, but you know, I, I do think that um, we could have given given some teams that have maybe made us look bad in recent weeks. I think maybe would have. It may have been a little different. I'm not going to say massive, but I think we may. I, I realize our Palace result wasn't bad, but I think we would have looked better against them. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so stuff like that. Anyway, all right. Well, I think we've 
banged on long enough about the West Ham game. Anything else? Any other words? Because we get in, get in there. Uh, the season around. Yeah, let's fucking let's have a go. We won one there. I feel like we 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 haven't won enough here, so I'm gonna enjoy that one. And I did. That, you know that deserves to be enjoyed. So you know we'll enjoy. Yeah, four yeah, nil, clean sheet, happy days. Hello. Yeah, it, it would have been the perfect day if I hadn't uh, been lying sick on my couch while I watched. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, literally, I couldn't enjoy it. It's terrible. I've got, a, I've got a cold as well. I just don't moan about it like Jerry. I just get on with it, you know, like just. <laughs> Just got me medicine in me there, and I just keep it professional, not like, not like <laughs> Jerry over there. David's right. David's right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't talk about the fact that I had a fever. <laughs> so I guess that wraps up our West Ham reaction. We're happy, super happy, but we're not going to get a, get carried away with it. No, not this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, because. Because we got to start talking about Sam in about two minutes. Lots of Sam talk coming, everybody. So, uh, yeah, strap in. And, guys, I know you're, you're, you're both big supporters and you're, you're extraordinarily excited to, uh, to, to have a long discussion about our new manager. You both were so much on the... The Allardyce train. Um, so, yeah. We have our manager. Big Sam is in. Um, yeah. And, and so we're going to be talking in different videos about backroom staff and about possible player preferences and everything. So let's not get into that. However, uh, let's talk about some of the basic stuff. Let's, let's talk a little tactics. Let's talk about what might happen with him. All right? So, um I'm going to start with a really, uh, what I consider a very Evertonian question based on what we actually feel about this appointment. Uh, Max, does anyone actually think he's going to last longer than May? I'm not, I, obviously I think I made my my opinion very clear that I'm just, I'm really not a fan of the appointment as I feel like it goes against the long-term ambitions of the club. But that being said, I did see um, the interview on Everton TV with Farhad Mashiri and I, I, I picked up pieces from Sam's press conference and I have to say it reassured me quite a bit in that, you know, um, Mashiri come out and said, um, you know, Sam, um, he's set up to, you know, he'll bring us stability and, you know, what he'll, what he'll look at doing is like stabilising us in the top half of the Prem. And I'm thinking, right, that indicates that we don't see him as a long-term like manager. And then when I seen his, his press conference, um, I think it was European places in the FA Cup final got mentioned. So it was like, you know, that that is something that I've um, that's something that I've received quite warmly because you know I. I when he got appointed, I thought, oh, that's just any sign of ambition just thrown out the window. But coming out in that press conference and stating, listen, they want me to try and make European places or they want me to try and make the FA Cup final. Stating that and saying, listen, I've got ambitions myself. That made me feel a lot more comfortable. I'm still not, you know, fully in, fully accepting of the fact that we've <laughs> them. 
but you know I think that makes me feel a lot more comfortable in the fact that I I know that he's got a bit of ambition as well. David, have you deleted that video from two weeks ago when we were talking about him last? Um, I don't. I feel like somehow <laughs> when it when it happened, I wasn't as gutted as I felt like I should have been. And I think I tried to sum it up in a tweet. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but I just don't think after those two results, the players deserve anything better. I think we do as fans, but that squad don't deserve anything better. I'm not sure they would respond to another type of manager. You know, I I, I was looking at it, I thought my original number one target was Tuchel. If Tuchel come in now, I'd be concerned that he would, try and get anything out of that team because I think they, I don't think they'd respond to him um, so it almost feels like the manager that we need but not once um, <laughs> I know sorry I was Edward, so Edward in our yeah, Edward in our earlier do you know what we're going to talk about David I just knew that it was going to be the Batman reference there um, yeah yeah but I, I couldn't help it um, <laughs> I, I was going to awesome. go so cheesy, but I had to pull it back big time there. Um, <laughs> no, I think if he, do, he needs to do three things for me to stay in the job longer than May. I think he needs to get six points in the derby. Um, I think he needs to at least get to a semi-final of the FA Cup. And I think he needs to finish in the top eight. I think if he'd done those three things, he'd stay on. I, I think if he doesn't... Um, He's just going to get a big pay packet at the end of the year, which is why I think his contract is is for so much money because he's, they're thinking about the payout in the long run. And then I think they'll regroup in the summer and go for someone else a bit more, kind of to matching the ambition and how the club want to play. I think. I, uh, I I'm just I, as you say, like that. What you've basically just described there. That's what I'm I'm against. I, I just don't like this idea of hitting the re- reset button again in the summer. It, like, I just feel like, you know, it, 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 in terms of the players that we've got, it's like it's seeing so many different people come in and out of the dressing room with different styles and, you know, philosophies of how to play. I, I just, I, may possibly defensively, I feel like we could learn... That's that the thing. I, what, it's what can we learn off Sam that we could take forward and implement if we did get another manager in. So maybe defensively, I think we'd toughen up a bit and we'd learn a lot more how to you know position ourselves a lot better defensively. But mm. I yeah. think I can I can get the point you're saying, but I think the issue is now you have to assess where we are now. We have to forget everything that's gone before and is coming. The position is we'd either stay with Sam long term, which I don't think anybody wants, or we're actually in a worse position than we were at the start of the season. So, you know, it's almost like we pro- we're probably forced <coughs> to reset again in the summer because yeah. we otherwise we're stuck with Sam Allardyce, who I just don't believe is a long term option. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. I, I I think it is a necessity right now. I, I didn't think I'd ever think that, but yeah, I think a necessity right now and there's still a season to be had. We can still make something this year now um, and then let's let's see what happens in the summer. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I think we're all in agreement and we all pretty much know that if Watford had accepted some money, Silva would be our manager. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I think Sil- that, yeah. Silva would have agreed to it. 
I think Silva was interested. Additionally, I think Fonseca would have come, but apparently Shakhtar said no because, I mean, they're about to play more Champions League, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's bad timing for them. So I think really what this is, it's not that we're having good managers say no to us. It's that the good managers we want have jobs and they can't be released and they refuse to resign because then it puts them in a really bad position financially Mm -hmm. apparently. So I think Sam is really our situation where we're like, you know what? We're not going to win a whole lot this season. Let's just make sure we don't go down, you know? Additionally, additionally, the more I'm researching Sam, I'm having a little more respect for him, Mm. all right? I'm having more respect because I think he's very pragmatic. I don't think he has just one way to play. I think he has no problem switching up formation, like his, it, it says on when you look him up online, his preferred formation is four one four one. But you can find numerous occasions over the years of him lining up his teams in different formations. Also, he doesn't always. It typically when people think of Big Sam, they think of two things: they think of clean sheets, and they think of long balls to the target man. Yeah, you know, every single and dead balls. Really, I mean, it's Pulis ball essentially. It's the same type of thing, right? So, but however. Did he really have a target man when he was coaching Sunderland? No, I, wouldn't Defoe his main striker? Yeah. He did say Sunderland? it today, which will probably lead on from your point. He did say he doesn't have a particular style. He said his style is the adaption of the, what the club wants, and you know he's he's had a he's had a big bigger club now with more ambition. I, I personally think Evans the biggest job he's ever had. You yeah. say the England job, but certainly club level, it's it's the biggest. You know. Yeah. He knows that we we're not looking for a, a shite style of play in terms of football. We still want something half decent. We don't we're not desperate for sort of ticky tacky stuff, but we don't want to be a long ball team either, do we? Let's be honest. I think the three of us know that. But mm. I, I'm interested to see how it goes. I don't actually think he's going to do as bad as people think he is. Yeah. I don't even think we're going to be anywhere near the relegation zone. I, in that's, that's honestly, I because look where we are now after that West Ham. I know, yeah. We're in 13th, we're not even in a relegation fight at the minute. Yeah, I like, said to everyone, look how, if if you look at it right, look how bad our season's been and we are 13th. So there's at least six or seven teams there who are still below us after how bad we've been. So yeah. I agree, yeah. yeah. You know, we're not, we're not like in a dogfight at the bottom of the table. So I... That that's probably why I was so like, oh, why have we bought Sam Allardyce yeah. in? Like yeah. and like all the all the, not, not like all the outsider people that have asked about the like what do you think about the the appointment? The first thing like that I'll, that I'll get told is oh you just won't go down. I think really we I don't think we would have went down no. anyway. Like no. I think like, I David I watched when I was listening to you <coughs> poorly. I I think it summed it up perfectly. I think at one point he turned around. He was talking about when he was in the team in the nineties or whatever, and he said that. Uh, he said, you know, you get so blinded by Everton, you get so consumed by Everton that you think, you know, well, we're not going to go down anyway with Everton, for God's sake, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be a case of that. That might just be a case of me being a stubborn Evertonian and thinking, ah, oh, we're not going to go down anyway. But, you know, I don't feel like... I don't feel like it was a necessity to get a survival expert in. No. But didn't didn't we say, Jerry, that after that... after that Watford game... Um, at least we won't be getting. I can't remember who, who was saying it, but we won't be getting Aldice now because we won that game and 
any risk of us going down. Or, and then we had a obviously poor run after that. But yeah, I agree, Max. I, I don't think I don't think we are going to be in relegation fight. I think you know we haven't played well. We've had bad games, but um, I don't even think. We'll be, which is why it annoyed me that apparently he's getting a survival bonus. But we're not in that position. You know, clearly he gets that in every other place he goes because he has about 10 games to keep them up. Yeah. But we've got, we've got two-thirds of the season to go. Ian with 13. So mm. that that was a bit of a pain in the ass. But that's the type of guy he is, isn't he? He's a, he's a money man. You know, he knows all yeah. the tricks when it comes to the money. So, mm. I mean, I my problem, and Max, and we talked about this on a different show. We talked about pride, okay? And the stigma that comes with being a team that needs Big Sam. All right? That just sucks. I mean, there's no other way to say it. That sucks. It burns. You know, it feels like we're being lumped in with these other teams that have had to quickly bring in Fireman Sam. And it it just, that's what really burns, you know? However, I don't think we're going to do worse. I think we'll be in the top ten. I think we'll be in the top of the table. You know, I, I... I don't think we'll be going backward. I think the shame that I think Max, I, you know, I've kind of been linking up with what you're saying here, is the idea of feeling like we have to go back to a new manager. It's not a manager for the future. It's a manager just to not suck is yeah. what it feels like, you mm-hmm. know? And it seems like it's just wasting time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I do think he'll be here till May and and if he brings out some really crazy results, because stranger things have happened, yeah. if he gets us a cup, if he gets us an FA Cup, mm-hmm. that, I think that, he stays. I'm going to fire two questions at you now. I want to get your answers because I've been asking the uh, Evertonians around me, mates. If if he finishes eighth and he wins the FA Cup, does he does he stay as Everton manager for another? Does he sign a three year contract for you at the end of the year? Would you offer them it? No, I wouldn't offer. I wouldn't offer him an extension. No, I so he so he so he finishes eighth and wins the FA Cup, and it's still a no. Yeah, your shout. I'm genuine. I'm, I'm genuinely I just I honestly made. I just can't get it into my head. Him sharing the same seat that Howard Kendall, Harry Catterick, Joe Royal. You know, just names like that. I just, yeah. All right, what about put yeah, okay, put two hold, wins. Against hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to actually answer that first. I was going to fire it over to you, yeah, but go on, okay, you do it now. I, I, I think you, I, I think I give him the contract. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is to say? Yes, you do. <laughs> that hurts to say that. But I, I think you do, just because at that point you see what could, you know what could have happened with this season. You know what could have been, what could have happened. If he not only staves that off, moves us up the table, brings us silverware for the first time in how long? 22 years. I gotta, I gotta give that some kind of, I have to kind of I th- say, I think, say. I think the January is very telling as well. Um, I feel like the players that he brings in would be a good indication of what it'd be to come if he did get an extension. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, obviously the number one target is that, you know, we need an actual striker. We can't, you know, yeah. we can't put up with this kind of makeshift striker anymore. So I feel like the type of striker that he brings in will be very telling. 
to if you know Evertonians will actually warm to him because I think it will still take a while for us to actually accept the fact that he's our manager. Mm. Yeah. Um, What's the other question? I'm curious about this. No, that was it. I was just going to say to Max, only because he said no. What if what if he got two wins in the derby? Wins in the derby, I don't. Know. So we did. I'm just going to lay this out on a plate to you before you answer, just because you can you can really take it all in before you have a bite. Two wins, all one away. An FA Cup win and top eight. If we beat Liverpool in the final at Wembley, then yeah. Yeah, like so, so, we, so we have to get Liverpool to the final as well and then beat them there and then you'll <laughs> let them, yeah. It'll heal me wounds from 2012, yeah, yeah. when they beat us in the semi. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest, just touching on that before we move on, I think if he wins any silverware at all, he deserves an extension because... We've had managers come and go how, now. How many, how many months with this contract? How many months is the contract that he signed? Eighteen. Eighteen. Months. 18. So like I, he's basically given this season and the following season. So I, 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 I feel like if it goes the way Mashiri wants, and if it goes the way Evertonians and Mashiri wants, <laughs> it'll make it to the end of this season. And if something ideal pops up for us, like maybe we can negotiate a deal for Marco Silva or Tuchel or whatever. Then maybe we'll go listen. You know, where it's not as if we're sacking you, you the rest of your money. Thanks. Oh, yeah, pay, the payoff, basically. Yeah. Like, he does win us the FA Cup. I could, I, I wouldn't, I, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't give him an extension. I'd maybe let him see out the rest of his contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you'd let him stay on, but not necessarily give him any more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> it'd be an interesting one, let me tell you. I'm waiting yeah. To see. That's the most reasonable you're going to get from me. Like, <laughs> you know, I love the fact that 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 might be a problem, though. That would be great. That's what a, a good, great problem. What problems to have? You know, it's like, oh, our manager did too well. Yeah. <laughs> well uh, Everton have only ever won things with English managers, so I'm I'm clinging on to that that we might we might do something this year. I feel like we're in the position of Cumin at that point. He's like. Okay, Omar, get in the game. Oh, wait. You yeah, scored. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with that? <laughs> yeah, that's us with Allardyce. Allardyce is going to be on the ass. Yeah. The manager that, is the ass. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be lucky if he is. All right. And if he is, so, Max, uh, give him a locker. Now, we need to talk more about Sam. All right? Who is Sam bringing with him? Who is clinging to Sam's Sam's underside as he waddles into Finch Farm? All right? I've got a great image. I hope you do as well. Um, Let's let's just start with the the topic of discussion that every Evertonian, uh, one of the first people he brought in with him is Sammy Lee. All right. Now, I actually saw somebody on Twitter ask, hey, I don't get it. What's wrong with Sammy Lee? All right. Me being an American who's only been supporting the team since late Moya, I didn't know who Sammy Lee was till about a year ago when there were rumors that Kuman might be bringing him in. All right. We actually did a video early on where Edward and I were talking about the possibility of Sammy Lee. All right. 
I even I get why this isn't a good idea. But who wants who wants who wants to give this a kickoff? All right, David, do you want do you or Max? No, you want? David, I, I I was just gonna I've just got nothing but bad words to say about it. I'm just not a fan of the the appointment at all. Right. I mean, I've got negatives, but should I say I need some positives before Max comes in like a wrecking train in a minute? Yeah, let's let's ha- let's provide some balance. <laughs> um, all right. So, from what I've heard, he is a very good coach. Um, he's meant to be really good. Um, a lot of people who know him like him a lot. Um, I'm, I'm out already. No, no. Um, Hold on. Was that a Freudian <laughs> slip just then where you said a lot of people who gnome? Know him, no. I, 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 no, I, no, I was hoping you had called him a gnome no, because he's I, I such am, a short... <laughs> I am not witty enough to come up with any sort of like off-the-cuff jokes like that whatsoever. I was just hoping <laughs> it was Freudian. Like, oops, I called him a gnome because no. he's four foot three. I, I feel like that would be absolute like top banter there but not for me <laughs> hopeless over here I can't what, what about if we re-record it and I'll make out like I did it on purpose <laughs> um, no but yeah he's meant to be a really good coach and listen he has been on the backroom staff for other teams against Liverpool and he've you've seen the pictures of him celebrating the goals you know he, he doesn't seem to have that much regard in that sense when he's getting paid but I mean the only issue is he's still a for me, he's still a red through and through, so it's a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to be positive about this one. To be honest, I'm just going to leave it to Max now. He can do his thing. I obviously the whole, the whole, the whole. Right, I think obviously coming from an Evertonian, the whole Liverpool thing, you could deliver a rant on that itself. But what, like another thing that is more reasonable in in saying is I think he's just like a carbon copy of Big Sam in that he just follows the money. Uh, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Because obviously with, with Sam, he's like, you know, we're talking about it. Sam looking at bringing Craig Shakespeare in. There's two, two managers that have Premier League experience, not just being, you know, backroom staff. There's two men who have experience of managing Premier League sides. I, and, you know, along with Dunk there as well, uh, just, you know, just throwing Sammy Lee in the mix. I don't see what that does other than annoy people. To be fair, he did, he did manage, I think, Bolton for a little while as an interim. I'm sure he did, if anyone can check that. Yeah, but um, it didn't go yeah, well, he, as he, you can imagine. He stepped, in, he stepped in after Sam left. Yeah, as an, on an interim basis, but I don't think it went too well, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, I think I think just the Liverpool connection, really. You know, Cumin Cumin didn't bring him for that sole purpose because he was he was on the backroom staff at at Southampton and he didn't bring him because of the Liverpool connection. But yeah, Allardyce just seems to have no regard for that whatsoever, and it's just gross me. And what annoyed me a little bit was he didn't even acknowledge it in the in the press conference today. Like it would it would have been a lot better if he would have said something along the lines of. Yeah, Sammy Lee coming in, I know he's an ex-Liverpool player, but he's fully committed to the club now, and that means nothing to him or whatever. And he just... Yeah, just like, yeah, is Sammy Lee got used to it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, the, what did he call him, the wee man? Yeah, the wee man's come in and, and yeah. skated over it. I didn't like that. You know, you, you know, 
again, it might just be like a level of pettiness for football yeah. and Mitch, uh, things like that. They need to be acknowledged just uh, yeah. you know, out of the sense of football is what it is on Merseyside. It's a very, yeah. it's similar to a religion in that, you know, you know, you just, mm. boundaries rarely cross in such a way. Yeah. Um, to make matters a little bit more interesting, interestinger, um, he also said in his presser this morning that Ryland Morgans was going to, was close to joining. Now, while you were just now when we were talking earlier, none of us really knew who Ryland Morgans was. Um, well, you talk about I knew who he was. <laughs> David wouldn't shut up about yeah. Ryland Morgans, and apparently Max used to be pen pals with him. It's crazy. Uh, there was that one time they went to summer camp together, and they became blood brothers. Uh, it's, uh, apparently, I, I, I just Googled Ryland Morgans because I wanted to be in the know. You know, I wanted to be ITK for just a second. And the first picture that comes up is a guy wearing a Liverpool training kit. Well, I don't know him. <laughs> we don't there's, know him. <laughs> there's several pictures, and, and it's Dr. Ryland Morgans, and apparently he's a fitness guy, fitness and conditioning guy. And all the pictures of him are wearing Liverpool training kits. Okay? So that means a second person who has previously worked for Liverpool or is from that that hellish underworld will be joining us if it actually Just, happens is anybody getting like a sharp pain in the stomach where they think oh we've been duped here and sam's yeah. been sent in as a secret agent to just take <laughs> us right down he's just gonna hand us noticing like when we get relegated and then run over to anfield in, in his boxes like this really <laughs> <laughs> see, I... and Sammy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> see there is one other way to think about this okay it's maybe he's bringing in Reds so we know how they think. We get insight. It's insider information. It's like we're getting spies. So instead of them spying on us, we've brought them, over to, brought them over to our side. That's the only positive slant I've got here, people. <laughs> I've got nothing else Double on that. The barrel there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I, I do a lot of barrel scraping on this program. <laughs> big dunk uh, there, to be honest. Because if anyone yeah. steps out of line, then, you know, big dunk's there, and he? So, I mean, he'll take him by the throat. It's yeah. no big deal. He'll you give know? him a fair backhand, yeah. Um, so, we need to mention that Duncan is supposed to be staying. Uh, Unsworth is supposed to be back with the U23s, which will I'm sure they'll be glad to hear that. Um, Alan Kelly is staying on as the goalkeeping coach, and they are bringing in, it hasn't, it's not official yet, but Craig Shakespeare is coming in to be, uh, I guess, one of the, he's the main assistant, right, for the first team. Isn't that what it is? Um, okay. And so, yeah, I mean, so a staff is, a backroom staff is taking shape. It is happening. Um, but... Uh, there's some weird stuff happening that no one really seems to be all that comfortable with. Um, I'm trying to be an adult, you know what I mean, and be like, oh, you know what? They're being paid to do a job. Deal with it. I just don't know any other sport where massive rivals 
would take a big name from an, a, a, mass, a different rival and make them one of their main, give them one of their main jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't know any other time where I've seen that happen. But I'm, I'm very, I'm not clued into a lot of football history. I know, you know, American sports. Where this, this rarely happens. Mm. It just doesn't happen much in our sports. You, you can find examples of it, but it doesn't. <coughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that it's. Yeah, it's, David, it's, David it's normal. Right. Hey, David Platt in it at City and City and United. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. been a few City United. Schmeichel went there, didn't he, as a player? Yeah. He went from United City for a bit. And then you've had, like, I suppose going back to the 70s, was it the 70s where you had, like, um, Clough? Didn't he do Forest and Derby? Mm-hmm. Uh, who were big rivals. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's all right. You know what Liverpool like? They had Michael Owen going play for United and then he made yeah. him an ambassador of the club. Yeah. So they'll probably make him an ambassador when he's finished. Yeah. Yeah, no loyalty in that club. <laughs> See, I feel like you hear that about players, but not so much about staff and coaches. And you know yeah. what I mean? I just yeah, not. No, it, it is rare, definitely. Yeah, you know so, what? Um, People will just comment with about ten hundred examples of it happening here, and we're just coming up with one or two between. <laughs> yeah, of course there are lots more. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll put it in the comments, and then we'll feel dumb afterward. Yeah, it's the way we are every show. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I'm looking forward to learning more about Sammy Lee and being able to make fun of something besides the fact that he's a, a short fella. You know, I feel like that's the easy joke. You yeah. know, uh, immediately I want to I want to look at him and say, "Oh, we can't hire him." Then then no one will be guarding the money at Gringotts. <laughs> you know, but 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 it's too easy, and I would never go there, folks. I would yeah. never do that. I'll see what you right? did there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, so I guess that's it. Uh, you know, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. That's what. That's what this new appointment yeah. is. What we need is we need we need Everton to take the lead at Anfield, and we need him to do a a sprint down the line to the cop with a two finger yeah. salute. And I think, Jeez, I think God. if he, yeah, if he does do that, then I'm a I'm on board. Bring him on. Buy him a bevy. You know. <laughs> Completely on. For yeah. That. that would be. I just have a mental picture, and it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's it for for Sam's staff. Some of the more unfortunate wording that I've used today. Yeah. Uh, so some litigation right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, guys, January is fast approaching, and it couldn't come soon enough. A lot of people are looking forward to Christmas. Me, I'm ready to buy some players. All right? I, I, let's, let's, you know, let's... <laughs> I can't say that and sound, like, normal. If I try that, I'm just going to sound like a total idiot, so I'm glad you went there. Where, uh, where, does, I, where does I sound completely normal? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it sounds like you normally say that. Yeah, I do. With your it's friends. When, it's what I call myself when we're walking out to go, the players. <laughs> awesome. Uh, now that Sam is in, we have to keep coming to terms with this. It's like exposure therapy. So we have to think about 
who's this guy going to bring in? And I know right now, I mean, I've, I've gone over, and we were talking about it before we started recording, I've gone over all the different teams he's managed and all the different players that he's brought in over the past. There's very few trends, and I feel like that fits what we were talking about in an earlier video. The fact that he is a, he's a pragmatist to the point where he tends to make the decision that needs to be made at the time. You know, Max, you mentioned by any means necessary in a previous video. And I think that actually is sort of the way he thinks. I think that's the way, it may be his approach to bringing in players. I'm not sure if it's a thing like Kuman where he's like, I have this perfect system where I need a target man and I need this and I need these pieces to run my system. We decided Sam doesn't really have a system, right? So... It could be anything. So let's start off by talking about our needs. Maybe that's the best way to kind of maybe figure out how this is going to go. All right? So most obvious need for you guys. Uh, Max, you want to start off? Because I think David started off the last one. Center forward. um, So, uh, yeah, the the center forward is the most, like, seriously, is is the – the first buy that we should be making, you know, it, it should be a centre forward, and it should be like a statement centre forward. So, like, whether that means you know, ringing us and Wenger up again and saying, "Listen, I know Cumin tried to get you, but you know, it's big Sam now, and you know, we'd still fancy him." But um, yeah, the centre forwards like the first piece of business. I think we um, need, and we do fancy him. By the way, let's just let's just point that out. We do fancy him. Then, then obviously from there, I think it just goes from like kind of personal preferences where you want to see the team kind of tidied up. So like, yeah. I I really want another left back. I I really want another left back because when Baines is out of the squad, there's no one there that's natural in that position to fill in. But I feel like another left back needs to be brought in. Um, yeah, and po- possibly like. Wingers of a first team quality because I know we, you know, we've got the likes of Lockman, Vlasic, but they still, as we've discussed many times, still have the kind of the, the the inexperience and flaws to the game. So maybe trying to get a winger that's in the prime that would be, you know, that. So I think yeah, they, they, Olivier Giroud, a left back and a good winger would probably be my my essentials. Can I can I ask you to possibly name a different striker that's not Giroud? Here's why. I'm asking this being a dick. Um, <laughs> just I am because that's a new day. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm asking this because I'm worried that the Giroud Giroud ship has sailed. All right. I thought we had a better chance about earlier when we weren't farther down on the table, and he has since come out and reiterated that I want to fight for my place here in yeah. Arsenal. They're looking top four right now. We're looking not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm worried that that's just not even a consideration anymore. So if you could, if Giroud comes, I'm psyched because he's awesome. Hold up play, yeah. target man, great in the air, you know, and also just devastatingly handsome. But who else? Who else would you go with? Um. Again, this this is where it gets really hard. This, again, you will just laugh at me now, but I said this about a year, two years ago. I probably wanted us to go in for Timo Werner. And Everybody, I agree. No, that's a it'll be awesome, right? His, his, his market value now will be sky high. So you know, I, I don't think we'll be anywhere near to getting someone as good as him. 
But that that was that was you know it. And again, another player. Shit, again, I'll get laughed at. I said Mauro Icardi when he was gone because he, he had a spell at well, well, a few. I think it was a year ago. He was you know he was having a bad time, and I think everyone was on his back. So I was thinking you know maybe go in there, but you know again he's been banging them in as is Werner, and his, his market value is going to go high. So as a, that's the thing. If, if we're gonna if we want a goal scorer. We're looking at like 30, 40 million plus. So, you know, it, it's really hard unless you want to go for just a big man up front, which I don't think Evertonians will be happy with. We need that little, we need the goal scoring quality. A bit, you know, we need that bit of goal scoring quality up front. So, you know, with the exception of you do, I, I don't know. I'm really a bit stumped. Um, yeah, but I mean, just touching on Cardi there, what a player he is, by the way. What, yeah. what a player he's turned out to be. And you are right, I think two years ago, there would have been a chance to go in for them because wasn't he Wasn't he fighting with the Inter Milan fans? Yeah, the uh, fans. Yeah, but I mean, he's turned out phenomenal for them. Um, he's looking really good this season too. Yeah, it's a shame and that, because I think he, he could go on to be, be a bit of a club legend there. But anyway, um, I think it's nailed on that Everton are going to go Going for Ben Teke, um, I think he's. He, he, I can I can understand what Max is saying, um, but at the same time, I'd still like to see some physical presence presence up top, uh, um, which is something I think we've lacked. As I said last season, we had a lot of the time when we're under the cost. That outlet is pumping the ball up. I don't want to be a long ball team, by the way, but just you want as many options that as you've got to get get forward and. Hitting that ball forward, he tried it with Calvert Lewin. He's not that type of player. I think we need a physical person up top. Um, I think he likes Ben obviously, because he's Adam at Palace. And I think he's going to be an option, to be honest. I'm not saying he's a great player, but I think he could he, he could do a job at Everton. Mm. I'm curious if Ben fits into Roy's plans at Palace. Um Talking to that uh, the Palace supporter from their uh, their podcast, and it seems like I, I was hoping he would say that Benteke's style does not match well with Roy at all. I was really hoping that's what he would say, um, but it didn't sound like that. It sounded like they've had to run like patchwork strikers, you know, with with Zaha and Townsend playing playing those striker roles. And yeah. it's not even—they don't even have strikers playing strikers. So I'm yeah. curious once they start getting Benteke in, how it fits, how it works. Because you guys have just mentioned two players I think would be awesome for us, and they fit what we need. They're not speed demons. Neither one of them are going to be, you know, tracking down balls, you know, beating the defense to the to any of those. But they both <coughs> are great first time first time finishers. They both can, you know, in the air, and they both can hold up plays awesome for both of them. And they 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 can also connect play. You know, they're yeah. not their their touch is not bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're, honestly, I would love either one of those, but I'm a little worried about either one of those letting them go. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Giroud would be the better option, but maybe as. As you said, I think that one's probably sailed. I hope not. I would have the conversation, like like Max said about just saying Kuman was unsuccessful, but 
Because equally, surely Giroud's got to be looking at his own personal career. I think it says a lot about him. If he's he's not fighting at the moment to be in the Arsenal team, he's he's point blank just being on the bench. He's not getting in that team at all. So I think if he wants to play football, Evans perfect for them. I think we are in a false position. I think a player like him could push us up the league. Yeah. So he'd be great. But I think Ben Teke is probably the realistic option. I think he probably would follow Allardyce. And it's just if Palace would be prepared to let him go. Yeah. I'm going to throw throw some different possibility here. All right? I think, I think Walsh has got his guy in Big Sam. And with Big Sam, he's allowing him to make purchases that he really wants to make. Walsh is going to you know Walsh is going to start feeling like himself. He's going to be able to identify these targets. Do you know those hidden gems that we supposedly hired him for? Yeah. I think I think we're going to see him start going after those more and he's going to have Allardyce's approval, you know? So I think there's going to be some names mentioned that we've seen mentioned before a little bit but not that often. I think there's going to I think we're going to see we're going to start buying a decent amount of hidden gems. And i got to be yeah. honest, guys, I, why is it that I don't think center forward is our biggest problem? I genuinely was going to say, I was just waiting for this to kind of move on, but I think centre-back is a massive problem for Everton. I know we brought Keane, but... That's the one I that's killing Keane. me, you know? I was looking, I, I had a quick chat with... Um, Tom, who, who kind of created, you know, the expected goals database that opt to do. Um, and he was saying that Everton have conceded the second most goal, like expected goals in, in the league. But in terms of scoring, they've scored about how many goals they should have so far this season from the chances they've created. So it, for me, it just screams the problems at the back end. You know, I think Keane can come good eventually, but Jag Elka's getting on. Williams just looks finished. We may as well, the three of us may as well be honest, he looks finished, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I'm hoping maybe Coleman might come in for for him for Sunderland in January because I think that would be a perfect move for both parties if he went to Sunderland. Obviously, with the former Welsh manager, that would work, but I think we need to we need another centre-back in there. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like yeah, as you've said, Jags does look like he's on. I, I might, I might, I might, I fancy my chances with Holgate. Um, mm. I, I do like Holgate as, as a centre half. Um, because I mean, if you watch them against West Ham, his confidence must have been, you know, really on edge playing next to Williams. And Williams again, he didn't have a good game, but Holgate, he, he was the one who looked like the senior leader at the back and. I feel like we need to re- repay a bit more faith in Holgate. And again, look, we've got we've got Brendan Galloway yet to come back as well. So, mm. you know, yeah. they're, 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 they're two players that I feel like we could utilise at the back. Um, but I, 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 the only reason I say I feel like our centre forwards are most um, are like our go to is that we just lack an identity. And I feel like putting an attacker in there like a strong centre forward. It just help us mould a bit more of a of an identity as a team, you know. So, I I I I, I get your point, and I do accept it. And you know, I, you know, I could probably understand if we got a centre half in before we got a centre forward. But yeah, I just feel like we need to develop 
a bit more of an identity as in tracking team. Maybe it's fair to say it's it's just not it's just not one position. Maybe it's fair to say that we need two positions this January. Of all things, it needs to be those two places need to be filled. It, it can't just be one or the other. It needs to be both. I think yeah. that's probably a fair assessment. It's kind of like saying, you know what? Uh, I think we have two problems in this in this room. Number one, we have no oxygen, and number two, we have yeah. no food. Both of them are serious issues, yeah. and both of them will make you die. So yeah. it's I, yeah. I think that's that's where we're left is two legitimate, really, really large problems. I think one is I, I, the, the only th- the only reason that I I, I think. If, if I asked this question near the beginning of this uh, season, when we weren't scoring any goals, my first reaction is we need a striker, period. Yeah. Why do we suck so bad? So, But yeah. but then we started scoring goals. And we actually scored more goals when, when Unsworth came in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the one thing. However, we also started shipping a lot, you know, and defensively we started looking like, I don't know, there were games where Jags just looked slow. And that yeah, is yeah. rare. That is not him. That's weird. And that's something that comes from just playing too much, but also the fact that he's older. You know? Uh, so I don't think we can rely on him. I think he can play one out of every three games and he'll be okay. Mm. You know, maybe yeah. the same thing with Williams. Maybe we're just expecting too much of them. You know? Get a good left-sided center half. Get a left back like you said, man. Max, we can't live without another left back. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe we, there's no... You think we're gonna give Garber the go in January then? I don't know. Like, he's not. He's not registered. Is he? But, but can, can he register him in, in January? I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd, he I'd starts every to, game for the twenty threes. I'd love to see that because you know when he did get that run yeah. in the team, you know he didn't look out of place. And again, he. Well, I mean, obviously we've got Gilfie there, but he provides another option from set pieces as well. So yeah. 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're gonna buy one now. <coughs> I gotta be honest. I don't know. I just I... feel like it needs to be the right guy. Like I feel like we just brought in someone to cover already in Martina, and he's just being found out. It's not even his fault, but he's just genuinely not good enough. He's a he's a good wing back for a championship side, I think. And at this level, he's just being found out time and time again. Well, Kuhn made want the mistake of trying to guy. make him cover for a right back. Or for a left back, why is he why is he playing cover on the left? That yeah, makes no bit. sense. You can you can tell as well. He's always trying to shift the ball onto his right foot yeah, as well. Yeah, all. Yeah, There's problems. So you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with what you said there, David. The championship level, most definitely. Mm. All right. So basically, I think you have all the answers you need. Everybody out there, we've told you everything about the January window. Clearly, we have all the answers. We have a, a pipeline <sighs> into Big Sam's brain. See, they, they're agreeing with me, by the way, yeah. silence. Uh, Sorry, I'm just thinking at, at this point, I, I'm still kind of comprehending calling Big Sam as our, as our manager. I think I had a moment of realisation there, and it was nowhere everything went dark, and all the, the sound just disappeared in my head. And it was, yeah, let's just move on quick. Eh? It's really why we're doing all these Big Sam videos is we literally have to face mm. it. Face yeah. your fear. It's like that moment in Fight Club where he says, no, don't look away from it. That's your pain. Look at your pain. 
It's the same thing. Just, just Sam's face like that. That's our pain. <laughs> oh, we have to laugh. All right. So if I guess so, yeah, that that that's it for our January window with Sam. All right. And then just to give that a big bow. Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. So guys, uh, this weekend we've got uh, Premier League newcomers Huddersfield. Um, So just to kind of give you a little bit on their form right now, uh, they are currently 14th with 15 points. I mean, isn't that lame, 15 points? Uh, Who would have 15 points right now? Uh? (laughs) Uh. Are we 13th? Aren't we uh, Yeah, on, on Goldiff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. smoke that Huddersfield. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they uh, most recently, you know, got their ass handed to them by Arsenal, 5-0. But, um, but before that, they, uh, they played Man City. They played City and lost 2-1 and actually scored first. And I think they scored without having a shot on goal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> So the fact is, they seems like they played pretty a pretty solid defensive uh, match against City, right? Um, so as far as their uh, their players are concerned, I, I just, honestly I don't know a lot of these guys, all right. And I'm pretty certain I'm going to mis- be mispronouncing their names. So mm-hmm. for all the Huddersfield fans out there, both of you, all right, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, all right. So uh, starting in goal. Losel? Does that sound right, guys? I mean, uh, literally, I am the worst person for pronunciations of names, so... This is brutally embarrassing. Yeah. Losel, um, Smith, do I have that right? No. Um, <laughs> Schindler, Zanka, all right, and um, Malone, unless that's Maloney, but I think it's Malone, all right, and that's basically their defense. And then, Danny Williams... I believe that's an American, folks. Yeah. Playing a, kind of a defensive mid. Yeah. Uh, Hog. That's awesome. Uh, Kachunga. Moy. Uh, Ince. And uh, then running it, uh, Stryker. Um, either Depotois or Mooney. All right. Um, it's going to be one of those two, probably. Um, I think impact players, I think immediately you jump to Moy. All right, I think uh, isn't he from a uh, isn't he Australian international? Yeah, yeah. Uh, solid, really solid player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we're looking at a team that just is is tough to score on. You know, they don't concede a lot of goals usually, uh, and they're really not like an offensive juggernaut. They're just not. I know uh, last year a lot of times I would see people talking about watching the Huddersfield match in the championship, and they would basically say it was unwatchable. You know, because it's just, it's not a lot of front foot football. Um, so, that's actually okay for us. I think it's, yeah. that, that bodes pretty we, well. We will take that, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, enough of my stuff. Let's talk about your teams. Who do you think our wonderful big manager is going to be starting? Max. Right, I I don't think you could stray far from the winning team against West Ham last time. I'll to be honest, um, 
I've got John Pickford in goal, John Joe Kenny at right back, Mason Holgate and Michael Keane at centre half rather than Ashley Williams, just because Keane's fit again. And I think, you know, you'd want to be playing on the pitch. And maybe, like you said, Williams just needs a rest. Um, again, because we've got no one else at left back, Coco Martina. Um, I like Tom Davies and Adrissa Gang in centre midfield. Um, Aaron Lennon, Gilfie Sigurdsson, and the boy wonder, Wayne Rooney. And with, with, with them being available again, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to bench Calvert-Lewin in place in the ass. So uh, that would be my 11. I, uh, I'm going to agree. That's definitely not because I haven't wrote my team down in front of me. <laughs> uh, no, I do, I, I do genuinely do. I mean, that's part of it, but genuinely do agree with with Max's statement. <laughs> I think the ass should probably come in because Calvert-Lewin's just had this knack this year of working really hard and kind of doing all the right things off the ball, but in terms of being an attacking threat, I don't think he's posed that much. I know he's got the odd, the odd goal, I think he's got four, maybe five, but um, with the ass, he obviously he does look a goal threat. He actually looks a worse footballer, but he is mm. a goal threat. So that's what we need. We need a strike who scores goals, maybe not necessarily one who works hard. Um, I'm not saying he, he never will be that player, just maybe not right now. Whereas Niasi looks really sharp in front of goal. And yeah, yeah Rooney playing a similar role to what he did Wednesday. Um, I agree. I think Williams. Not only is he struggling, but I think his confidence is on the floor as well. You know, give away another penalty that he got away with on, on Wednesday. Bring Keane back in. I think Keane eventually go, come good. And yeah, same team. Don't think there's no place for Snyderland. Don't think he deserves it. Um, Davis played well with Gay, so that's, I'd agree. All right. I almost totally agree with both of you. Almost. But you did write your team down. actually wrote down names. Um, so I'm going to start Pickford, and I know I'm going out on a limb here, all right? But I think he's earned the right to start in goal, all right? Just the both. We're going to get so many. Everybody's going to be writing little messages and comments. Why are we starting Pickford, Jerry? What a bad idea. Just saying. He's in goal for me, all right? I'm fighting for him. Kenny, <sighs> Martina, and then my center backs, Keane and... I think Big Sam's going to keep Williams in. Uh. I know, I know, but I think he's going to do it. I think Big Sam has this thing for veterans. Yeah. I think he likes he likes the veterans. So I think he'll bring Keane back because I think he views Keane as a starter. And uh, I think he'll start Williams. Uh, I also think he's too he's a little worried to make too many changes. So basically you you guys in the in defense, you guys are I think one change Either you'll be right or I'll be right. I don't think I don't think there'll be any more than that. Um, Gay, Davies, Rooney. For the majority of that game, I saw Gay, Davies, and Rooney playing more center mid type of positions. You know, and I I think he'd be nuts to change that formula right now. You know, when we just figured something out. Now I don't think now is the time when he's had no time with the squad. Just to put his new imprint on it? I just don't see that happening. And uh, Siggy, Lennon, Neos. I mean, we're pretty much saying the same stuff here, guys, except for 
I say Williams, you say Holgate. Everything else we're saying is the same. The only thing I, pick, I picked up on in his, conference, uh, his press conference, uh, which I'm saying that like it was some inside knowledge, everyone watched it, but he was talking about the um, the defence, wasn't he? And he? He was just heaping so much praise on them. And I just wonder, he made the big thing about the clean sheets. I just wonder yeah. whether he would then want to change a team that's kept the clean sheets. Yeah. I think you make a point. I think it, it, it's very possible he won't change anything. He may leave Holgate yeah. in there. And with Williams, you don't know. You might think it's too yeah. soon for him to come back. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think that right there, if anything is wrong about what we've said, I think it's that the defense will be unchanged. Mm. I agree. I don't think he'll do anything else. Um, so, what's the score? Max had to go first last time, so... David, do you want me to go, or do you want me to? Oh, yeah, just for a change, mate, you go first, because you're always sitting it out till the end, you know, get, picking up the scraps of we've all said the good stuff, so go on. Yeah, yeah. Scores on that's the why I, that's why. I, that's why I never say anything good, because there's nothing left <laughs> to say, sadly. It's, it's a thankless um, job, mate. Yeah, I think we are absolutely going to crush Huddersfield one to zero. Oh, the big, big goals there. Yeah, just it's bl- total blowout. What do you think, Dave? Um, I think we might struggle for the clean sheet again, but uh, I think I think we should win. I think we got a good feel, feel about us. I'm gonna go three one. I'm gonna go for a two nil win. Because I think we're just going to be, you know, like running running off the fumes of the last win. I think you've got to take it into account. Like, you know, hopefully they've responded well on the Sam. And they're just going to be, you know, playing with the hearts on the sleeve. So, yeah, they're just a a nice, comfortable 2-0 win at home. I think as well, because everyone's got a clean slate at the moment in that squad with the new manager, we actually have got... Like players who he'll, he'll be wanting to see come in, yeah, and potentially. Possibly. So, so which will then? But then I'm just thinking. So if a player has a bad game there, it, no, no one dares have a bad game tomorrow because it could be about three or four weeks before they get another shot. I think back in yeah. in True. the team. I wonder if I mean I wonder if like the likes of, likes of class might get looking all yeah. these next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, see how we accommodate them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking number one, Huddersfield's tough to score on, so I don't think we're going to score a lot of goals. But number two, they don't score a lot of goals, and right now we're we're in a good defensive run of form. So, that's <laughs> that's why I'm going one zero, just because I I just don't think either one of these teams are going to be scoring many goals or even getting many shots. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think they play they play really stale defensive football. You know what I mean? Um and I don't want to talk it too say too many too many bad things because their their coach has American roots. Is he? Yeah. Like David David Wagner, he's like German yeah. and American. He would yeah. probably say just German cuz who wants to claim American? <laughs> uh, in, the, in the footballing world right now, yeah. World Cup draw today absolutely gutted me. Just saying. Anyway. Pl- Are England playing the team that um, that beat you in the playoff? Wasn't it Panama? Yeah, 
you'll yeah. you'll crush them. You you won't have problems. All right, so that's a that's our our Huddersfield preview. Anything else? Have we have we thoroughly gotten this, guys? Yeah. Yes, that's right. All right, so if you've been listening via podcast, thank you very much. You're a sweetheart. Why don't you subscribe to our podcast and rate it if you can can do that with your platform? All right. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like, comment. Let's talk about it. Talk, let's talk about Huddersfield. What's actually going to happen in that match? Let's do that. Let's interact. All right. Let's connect. All right. Check out David's writing. Why? Because he's sort of nice sometimes. All right. <sighs> Toffee Blues website and on the Sportsman. Check out Max's stuff too. Again, he's usually nice. All right. Toffee Blues website. Check out Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All that stuff. You, all right. So um, I, I guess that is it. Max, David, thank you so much for your time. Good talking to you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, I have to go live my life now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Good luck with yours, guys. All right. Talk to you soon. And uh, yeah, let's let's win soon. Let's win. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.